So when it comes to something like procrastination, it's not so small that it's not important to God. I know that it's important to God because procrastination is an enemy to my purpose. I was about to start singing or rapping. I got this MC Hammer beat in my head. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Is that MC Hammer? I think so. I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I'm so excited that you are back here with me on Bold Faith with Pastor Courage Molina. I don't think I ever introduced myself as Pastor Courage Molina on the podcast. I am a pastor, though. Um, I'm also a coach, so... It could easily be Bold Faith with Coach Courage Molina. It's really just Bold Faith with Courage Molina. That's the name of the podcast. Not really sure what's happening with me struggling to get the title out today, but we're just going to go with it. Before we get into it, though, let us give a shout out to our sponsor. Thank you so much, Olivia Hayward, for sponsoring yet another episode of Bold Faith with Courage Molina. Y'all check it out. Y'all know Olivia Hayward may. Beautiful handmade, hand design, custom. It's just, it's like small batch. It's not, she didn't make these specifically for me. I mean, I guess she could, but she didn't. <laughs> these earrings are so cute, so lightweight. This ear is actually um, irritated, actually. This ear is irritated. Uh, this right ear is irritated. And it's not from Olivia's earrings. It's because I, was, I wore these hoops for like... Three or four days, they're a uh, fake gold. They call them custom. Is it custom jewelry? They don't call it that. They just call it accessories. Now, um, remember, they do call it custom jewelry. Whatever. It's like 24 karat gold, okay? And they're heavy. That's what it is. It's that they're heavy. And so this ear is irritated. And so I cleaned it up today or whatever. But I knew that I needed to record the podcast. And I was thinking, oh, man, am I not going to be able to wear an earring? Maybe I can just hold a pair up. But after I cleaned it up and I put this in my ear, it is so light. It is not irritated at all. Like, it's so light. It doesn't even irritate my ear. Now, that's a beautiful thing because I thought it was going to. If it had, I would have taken it out. Oh, I can't be can't get any pain. So it's not heavy at all. Just beautiful. Anyway, go to oliviahayward.com. Use code COURAGE to save 10%. And if you are interested in being a sponsor, you want to sponsor um, a series, you want to sponsor just one episode, you want to be the only sponsor in the episode, you don't want me to don't be talking about nobody else but me. Send me an email, courage at couragemolina.com. And uh, let me know. We'll get on the call um, and we'll figure out what exactly it is that you would like to promote and see if it's a good fit. If it's a good fit, we'll move on from there. Okay. I think that's all the announcements I have for you. Oh, no, that's not it. I have another announcement. I'm not going to scream because this microphone really is good, but it is time. Like we have already opened up the doors for Faith Ignited Retreat 2024. Ah, that's my, that's my sound effect. Ah, so they say in the crowd goes wild. I am so excited about this retreat. First of all, it's the third annual Faith Ignited Retreat. It's going to be in Greensboro, North Carolina, July 12th through the 15th, 2024. You do not want to miss this. You don't want to miss it. You just don't want to miss it. And so you can go to Bold Faith Church. 
Org. Let me see. Do I have a banner for that? I don't think I do. I really should though, right? You can go to boldfaithchurch.org. Here we go. It says to give, but um, this is the church. This is the church. Give your tithes and offering. But you can go to boldfaithchurch.org and get more information about the retreat. You can register. You can save your spot. You can reserve your spot. You don't want to miss it. Tickets have already been selling. So I know this is going to sell out and it's going to sell out before 2024. It's going to sell out before December 31st. So don't wait around to get your ticket. Go ahead and get your ticket now because the Faith Ignited Retreat in Greensboro is going to be everything. This past year was absolutely amazing. Um, so, you know, don't take my word for it. Just come. Or you know what? You know whose word you can take for? You can talk to the Lord. And the Lord will, because this whole thing we're doing, the Faith Ignited Retreat, it's actually sponsored by God. Yeah, he's our number one sponsor. So you can talk to him and he will tell you. Girl, it's for ladies only. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> it's for ladies only. So he can tell you, girl, baby girl, go ahead now. Get in that retreat. All right. <laughs> I think that's it. Those are all the announcements that I have for now. Um, so listen, listen, friends, listen. Here's the thing. When I talk to y'all and I ask y'all, Every, all, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Some of you are probably like, this is for me. Well, it is for you because I asked my audience, I asked you guys, what are, what is, what are the things that are keeping you from really getting to the next level in your life, in your business or in your ministry? Um, and a lot of you sent in all kinds of things. And so I've just decided to talk about each one every week. And so this week we have procrastination. If you can relate, if you feel like you need to stop procrastinating and really get serious and start to make things happen, then this is the podcast episode for you. If you have a home girl who does great stuff, but she's always waiting to the last minute or a or guy who's been saying like, man, I really need to stop procrastinating. Go ahead. You don't even have to listen to the whole podcast before you send it to them. Take a pause, send it to them, and then get back to the podcast. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead and share this because this is going to be super helpful. I used to be the queen of procrastination. Procrastination was not my middle name. It was my first name. Hi, just call me procrastination. And honestly, I could procrastinate because I'm a quick learn. I'm a quick study. And I could get things done really quickly. So I would, so I, you know, kind of built the habit of waiting until the last minute to do things and then being, you know, annoyed and frustrated as I got them done because I didn't have enough time or I felt like, you know, because I wasted my time really. And then I would get it done. The problem with me was though, when I would turn it in, I would do my work or whatever. It was always pretty good. Now it might not have been my best work, but it was always better than average, which is what I wanted. It always beat the curve, which is, that was good enough for me. Like, okay, I don't have to have an A but it needed to be above average work. And it always was. Uh, it wasn't until after I became an adult <laughs> and uh, probably after my depression, honestly, after I overcame depression, I'm not saying procrastination is uh, connected, although they could be, I'm not a psychologist, but it was on that, the other side. I think it really truly started when I started to connect with my purpose the importance of time and not wanting to waste my time and there being so many things that I needed to get done or wanted to get done and I wanted to be able to rest, right? So procrastination kind of robs you of an ability to rest because you're not resting before you do the work. You're wasting time. 
and it doesn't feel as restful because you have this thing in your mind that you know you need to do that you just keep putting off, whether it's the laundry or it's outlining a podcast or it is creating curriculum for your program or whatever it is, right? It's kind of in your head. I know that I need to get these things done. Um, you just keep pushing it off. That is not a restful state. You know, we can rest when we know we have time to rest and we can rest when we have completed the things that we have set out to complete. So as a purpose-driven individual who understands that you've been called by God to do work on this earth, procrastination is just not our portion. It is sinful behavior because it implies that you know what to do. You have the things that you need in order to do them, the resources or whatever. And you're just saying, I don't care that you've called me to do this, God. I'm going to wait until the last minute to do it. That's sin. It is willful disobedience because slow obedience is still disobedience. I want you to think about that. Think about telling somebody to do something, um, a kid or whatever, and they waiting to do it to the last minute. That is disobedience. I told you to do this. And when I told you to do it, I expected for you to make that your priority. And you did it. So now I know you technically did it, but you didn't do it when I said do it. So now we have a problem, right? Isn't it time for us to grow up in the faith? Isn't it time for us to grow up and stop procrastinating? It's just, it's immature, guys. I know. I, I didn't even think I was going to go here. But it is immature for us to continue to, like, put things off. I feel like um, what the words say, when I was a child, I did childish things. Okay, but now you're grown. So it's time to put those childish things away. And procrastination, I feel like, is one of those habits that we kind of come into and we, when we don't recognize it for what it is, which is willful disobedience, um, it's a misuse of your time. And it's an abuse of your time. It's taking the time that God has given you for granted because it's this attitude like I have all the time in the world to get it done. I can do it whenever when you don't know what's going to happen. And I don't mean that in a super negative way. Even if you look at it on a positive side, OK, there was something that I needed to get done. And then somebody surprised me and visited my home. Please don't surprise me to visit my home. But I mean, I guess my man can, my husband can. <laughs> but I'm just saying, for the most part, don't surprise me and visit my home. But let's just use my husband as an example. You know, I, if he pops up, I've waited to the last minute to do something. Now I either can't enjoy the time that I wanted to enjoy with him or... You know, I'm not going to get something done that I needed to get done. And when we wait to the last minute to do things and we rush through it or we don't get things done, that that um, kind of reestablishes the lie in our mind that we are not enough. It feeds the imposter syndrome. So you're trying to figure out why you don't have confidence or you lack confidence in this area or you feel like a fraud or you're struggling with imposter syndrome, not realizing that your procrastination is helping that. If you start to do things when you needed to do them so that you could get them done in a timely fashion on the time that you set, so it's not crunch time, then you won't be operating under this unnecessary stress. Why add unnecessary stress? Listen, being an entrepreneur is stressful enough. And I think even more so when you understand that what you've been called to do is kingdom work because we are kingdom citizens. You understand? I think entrepreneurship just for the regular schmegler person is difficult enough but when you understand it's attached to your calling the purpose for which you've been created oh goodness it's that's enough you don't need i'm telling you right now you don't need anything extra <laughs> i think sometimes the root of procrastination is like fear 
you know, insecurity, uh, perfectionism. Y'all love to be like, oh, I'm a perfectionist. No, you're a procrastinator. That's what you are. You're not no perfectionist. It's, perfectionism sounds cuter than procrastination, I think. I think perfectionism like sounds like, oh, I just want everything to be perfect. <laughs> but what you're really doing is procrastinate. Okay. <laughs> uh, and sometimes, you know, the reason for procrastination is like you lack clarity. You're not really sure what to do, right? Or I don't know all the steps or I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do for first. It's like this disorganized thing, right? So because you don't have it all together in your mind, you don't even sit down to get started. And so that kind of leads into procrastination, right? So what can we do to overcome procrastination and really start to do this work that is important to us so that we can accomplish these goals, so we can live our best life, so we can live out our purpose, there's this thing about me, like, I just absolutely believe God. <laughs> I just absolutely believe God. And when he said that he came for me to have life more abundantly, I believe that. Um, I believe that that means that my life is to be full of joy, that my life is to be, I, I should live a life where I have time to rest, where I have time to enjoy the fruits of my labor, where I have time to build relationships and grow and where I feel like I'm an impactful individual, right? Like all of these things, these great things that just make me smile. I believe the things that God says about me. And so when something gets in the way of that, I don't have time for it. I need to figure out what my problem is and I need to get it together so that I can operate at the highest level that God has called me to so I can have massive impact right? and, and build a legacy of influence. Honestly, like that is what I've been called to. You've been called to greatness. We've been called to greatness as, you know, child, as children of God. And so how can we overcome this? Because we need to stop doing this. So we can make things happen. And I'm just taking another time out real quick. Uh, me and my friend Janae, shout out Janae. Check her out. I'm Janado or it's Janado on Instagram. Faithful Finances. It's Faithful Finances on Instagram. Shout out to my girl. We were just talking. Uh, we're in this mastermind together. And we were just talking yesterday. And we were talking about how there's this misconception among believers, among some believers, right? Where it's like, oh, if it's for me, it'll just happen. Or I can just sit around and, and wait or like God's going to do it. And, and so it kind of takes off any responsibility on the believer and just puts everything on God. But we are called to be in partnership with him. I don't know if you read the Bible, um, if you've read the Bible. If not, you can check us out Monday through Friday, 7 a.m., EST on YouTube for mornings in the word where we're reading the Bible. And if you just pay attention to, to the victories that, you know, we talk about or that we're reading about these victories in the Bible, they don't happen like the Lord's not just dropping it down on them. They are active participants. And so there is this sense of we have to make things happen, not in our own strength, but we have to do what we can do. Because God isn't going to do for us what we refuse to do. Does that make sense? We have to do what we can do when we're out chasing this purpose or pursuing purpose and, and building this life on this journey to greatness. We are responsible for doing the things that we can do because God's not going to do for us the things that we refuse to do. 
So you just refuse to get up in the morning and study your Bible. You just refuse to do an outline. You just refuse to be a good steward of your time. The Lord is not about to come down and, you know, fill out your planner for you. He's not about to, he's not about to hit the record button on that podcast. It's just, it's not going to happen. And so we have a responsibility in this work that this, there is work for us. Right. And so we got to do this work. All right. So how can we do this? How can you overcome procrastination so that you can start to make things happen? First out the gate, um, I would say is pray. I know that seems like such a church thing to say, but I really think it's important for us to pray because I'm a huge proponent of like self-awareness. When you get to know yourself better, I want to know myself better than anybody else on this planet. The only person I want to know me better than I know me is God, right? I want to know myself. The second in line, third in line, I want, I want the Lord to know me better than I know myself. I know that's already true. I want to know me better than anybody else. And then next is my husband. Let him be this the third person. Don't nobody else on this planet know me better than my husband, but it needs to be the Lord, you, then your spouse, okay? That's how it needs to go. And I think a lot of times we're just not self-aware. We don't understand the reason behind things, like what causes us to procrastinate. And when we don't get to the root of a thing, right? When If, if you imagine weeds, so procrastination, um, procrastination produces procrastination is a fruit right procrastination is the fruit but there is something else that is the root and this uh the root might be fear the root might be insecurity the root might be perfectionism or lack of clarity but there's this root here procrastination is the fruit and then you know if i consume that fruit if i eat this fruit if i live this fruit out in my life then i can see the negative impact that it has on me right it lowers my self esteem it has an impact on my self worth it increases my experience and the um, intensity of um Imposter syndrome, it can lead also to anxiety and depression because when you get into this place where you have low self-esteem and low self-worth, that can easily lead into depression and anxiety. And those things are so like, that's just unnecessary, especially when it's like we're doing this to ourselves. So I would say start with prayer because you want to get some insight. Okay, God, I have been wasting time. I'm not using the time. I know that there are things that I need to do and I'm just not doing them. Holy Spirit, please, if you could just reveal it to me. I just, I need to know, reveal the root of this, open my eyes, God, make it plain so I can understand why I continue to do the thing, this thing, right? And believe me, the Holy Spirit will let you know, okay? The Holy Spirit is gonna let you know what it is and also I say start with prayer because maybe you know what it is already, but even, even if I know what it is praying about it, I just want to invite God and the Holy Spirit. I want to invite the Trinity into everything I got going on, the big things and the small things. So when it comes to something like procrastination, it's not so small that it's not important to God. I know that it's important to God because procrastination is an enemy to my purpose. Okay. Procrastination is an enemy to my purpose. And as an enemy to my purpose, I don't intend to fight any of my enemies alone. I intend to bring the whole game, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. We all going to roll up. We all come into this fight. Okay. I'm going to bring everything that I have with me. I'm not just going to be like, Oh, I could probably take, no, I'm going to bring the whole arsenal. And so even though it seems like such a small thing and it's also a very common thing, I think we always want to like try and do things by ourselves 
No, no, we have a responsibility to do work, but I'm not showing up to work by myself. It's going to be me and the Trinity gang. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's going to, we're going to, we're going to come together. I'm going to roll in deep. <laughs> you know? And so that's another reason to pray. Like, hey, I'm struggling with procrastination. God, I need you to help me with this. Remind me of the importance of the work that you've called me to do. Remind, let my mind not, you know, wander and get lost in whatever. Right? I'm going to pray first. So I say start with prayer. I just want to invite, I want to invite my Trinity family in on everything. The Father, the Son, of the, I want to invite everybody. They can divide it up and say who need to take run point on it, but I'm inviting everybody. I want everybody to be involved uh, with anything that I'm struggling with, any enemy that rears its ugly head, that thinks it's going to stop me from doing the work that God has called me to do. I'm calling my dad. That's just what it is. And I encourage you to do the same. Procrastination is an enemy to your purpose. And anything that's an enemy to your purpose is trying to stand in the way of what God has called you to do. And so I'm going to go ahead and, and encourage you to invite the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to uh, to address that, you know, to fight those battles against your enemies. And so start with prayer. The second thing that I think is important for us to do is plan. Now, I know there's a little caveat with planning. Um, I used to plan and not do anything. Um, I would have great plans. I'd write the plans down, you know, and I still wouldn't do it. But the truth is, I know if that's you, don't stop planning because I'm going to give you some more things that you need to do. But don't don't throw the planning out. All right. You still need to plan. Maybe you've been procrastinating and you have a planner, but you want to plan because you want to go ahead and decide when and, and where, what time and for how long you're going to be doing things. So planning out your days and planning out your weeks. It's so easy to procrastinate, even if you don't have the mind to when like, even if I don't want to, right? Like, let's say you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, you know what? I actually do not want to be out here procrastinating. I want to get up and get things done. I want to have my extra time and my free time after I finish my assignment instead of before. And then I'm scrambling later. Right. So maybe you have that mind. But what happens is you get up in the morning, but you don't have a plan. So you you doing what? Wasting time. It's easier to get distracted when you don't have a plan to follow. Especially if you're already prone to procrastination. It is so easy to get distracted if you don't have a plan to follow. And that plan is going to help you to really create. It can really help you to create a routine. And when you have a routine that really leads us into habits. So now I'm not procrastinating because I have the habit. I had a routine. First, it was a routine. And I did the routine for so long that now it's just a habit. I get out of my bed. I make it up. Even if I wake up late, I get out of my bed. I make it up. I make my bed up, put my things away. If there was anything, you know, sometimes I am sleeping in bed or I'm getting in bed and I've got a book and I just put the book on the side of me or whatever instead of bringing it back out here, putting it on the shelf or whatever. So I'm going to make my bed up. Well, guess what? That was a plan. I planned that out in my routine and now it's a habit. That's what you want to do. You want to plan out your weeks and your days and, and your time. That brings me to time blocking. Um, you know, it's easier to stay focused if you have a certain amount of time that you're going to work on it. You're going to dedicate 30 minutes. You're going to dedicate 90 minutes. I recommend um, at least taking a break from whatever it is you're doing every 90 minutes. That, that's a little, little side note. 
um, every 90 minutes, whether it's to get up and stretch or go to the bathroom or get you some water or whatever, just taking like a break. Um, so like, so that you can not be so overwhelmed and not get burnt out from it. So I'd say take a break, but you know, when you make this plan, you're going to do some time blocking because now I'm going to have all the tools that I need to outline. And for the next 90 minutes, I'm just going to outline podcast after podcast for the next 90 minutes. I'm just going to outline, you know, my blogs, or I'm going to plan out the reels. I'm going to plan out my lives or my YouTube videos or whatever it is you're doing or my program for the next 90 minutes. I'm just going to focus on that thing. That is really going to help with your procrastination because it allows you to actually get into the groove. We say that like, Oh, I was in the groove. It's a thing. And when you time block, you can get into the groove. I also want to encourage you to get some type of accountability, whether now here's the thing, nobody can hold you accountable. You are, you're not a child. You're an adult. And if you are a child, what's up? <laughs> I'm glad that you're listening to this young blood. Um, then somebody can hold you accountable, right? They can impose some consequences. When we're, when we're underage, when we're youths, in our youth, uh, someone could hold us accountable by giving us consequences. Maybe we're going to get grounded, have privileges taken away. But that does not work. You're an adult. So what can somebody do to you? Um, I, I, like I said, I'm a coach. I had, this, I had this coaching program, um, Courageous Master, the Courage Mastermind, and we had accountability calls. We have accountability calls actually in um, in the program I run right now too. But what happens on accountability call is we remind you, right? I can remind you of what you said you were going to do. I can point out some patterns of behavior that are keeping you from being consistent in the work, but I can't make you do anything, right? So when I say accountability, have something, some way to log track some way to keep track of, you know, whether or not you got the things done that you were supposed to some type of external feedback. That's what I mean by accountability, um, accountability with whether it's a partner or community or program or a coach. Sometimes you want to pay for accountability because I know that if I have to pay a trainer or if I have to pay this person, to look over my work, then I'm going to do the work because I don't want to throw my money away. Sometimes, you know, honestly, people still throw their money away, but finding out what works for you. And then you need support, right? And when I say support in this, I mean, I mean, I do mean people, right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe if you don't want to procrastinate and wait till the last minute to do something, you can partner work with somebody who needs to do the same thing and you know they are not going to procrastinate they are not going to be waiting to the last minute so that's somebody like maybe you can partner with right that's some support but support might be an alarm or um i have these big yellow pads uh these huge yellow post-its you guys have probably seen them on one of my videos before these huge yellow post-its and that is support for me because Whatever it is I plan on doing for the week, I can put it on this big yellow post-it so that when my planner is closed, because I have a planner, my planner is my support, okay? I'm in a mastermind. That's my support. But I also have these this big yellow post-it because if my book is closed, if my planner is closed, if there is some type of disruption in my day or in my morning, if something happens and I'm not on my routine and I get knocked off of my routine, then I may not be able to get right back into it. But with this big yellow post, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what I need to do. 
right? So whatever that support looks like, timers, there's all kinds of things. And then last but not least, overcoming procrastination mindset, shifting that perspective, right? Where it's like not being so hard on yourself if you miss a time or miss a day, but just having some way to kind of reframe it like, okay, I said I was going to stop procrastinating. I have all of these things in place and I still did it. What can I learn from this? Sometimes you learn that the thing that you set out to do is not what you even want to do. Sometimes procrastination is caused because you have set a goal or chosen an action step that goes against everything that you know and love. <laughs> you just don't like it. You don't want to do it. You're not interested in doing it. And so you just, you're not going to, so now you're procrastinating. You're waiting until the last minute to do it, Right. But if that's a lesson that you learn, okay, is there another way for me to get to this goal? Is this a goal I actually want? Um, is this a goal that I have to have? What is this mindset that is keeping me from doing this work or accomplishing these goals or finishing these action steps, finishing these tasks, right? But having the mindset that it's a lesson, it's feedback, it's data, Right. I'm going to look at this data of me trying to, you know, build this habit or trying to get this work done at a certain time and see that I'm not getting it done and sitting down to ask myself, OK, girl, what's up? I mean, why are we not doing this work? Do you not care about this work? Is this work not important? What like do you not have the things that you need? Is there something else that you need to set up? Is the location not good? Is the time not good? Maybe I said I was going to read. I would never say this <laughs> because I'm self-aware. I know myself. Maybe I said I'm going to read my Bible before going to bed. Now, that's fine if it's my second Bible time, I guess. It's probably not. It's probably not fine because if I need two times in the Bible, then it ain't going to happen if that second time is before I go to bed. But let's just say, let's say that's what I did. Okay, I'm going to read before I go to bed but it's never happening. I'm waiting till the last minute to do it. And then I'm only got 10 minutes before bedtime or whatever. Okay. Now I've been trying to do this for 30 days or I've been trying to do this for two weeks or a week or whatever. Instead of feeling like, instead of having the mindset that I suck at life, I'm going to be asking myself, okay, what lesson can I learn from this? What am I learning about myself in this situation? Well, I'm learning that at the end of my day, I just want to fool around <laughs> and watch TV and color and dance. I don't want to do anything that is very uh, mindful. That's going to require for me to focus. So reading my Bible is out at night. It's just, it's not something I'm going to be doing. So if that's what I learned about myself. Now I can change it. Um, instead of feeling bad about the fact that once again, I've decided to stop procrastinating and it seems like I'm still failing. Sometimes the plan that you have sets yourself up for failure because you're doing things that are not natural to you or you're doing things that are that really just go against your preference. I'm a morning person. I'm a morning person. So I don't need to be stacking my stuff at the end of the day because it ain't getting done. I need to stack my stuff at the beginning of the day where I have the most brain juice and energy and commitment because that thing just you know gets further and further away from me as the day goes on. And that is just me being honest. OK, whatever it is that you have been called to do what you want to do, I just want you to understand that procrastination is an enemy to that. And I hope that these steps, I don't know if they're steps, but I hope that these tips 
<laughs> that I gave you, um, that you implement them and it helps you to overcome procrastination. Um, there are some great things I talked about planning here. Uh, if you need to plan out your content, I have a um, content planning session that is available on Courage Molina University. I didn't really plan on saying that, but so I don't have a, a thing up here or anything. But you can get 10% off if you use the coupon code, coupon code BOLD for that content planning. I also have released Courage Mastermind. It was a um, four-figure program um, investment. It was The investment was just under $5,000. And I have made it a self-paced online course. You can get it now for just a fraction of what it used to be for under a thousand dollars. And that is going to, if that doesn't help you with procrastination, child, I don't know what will, but it's going to show you how to, you know, manage your time, conquer your calendar, how to set up your day, how to set up systems that will support you in this entrepreneurial journey. And so you can also use code bold. Um, I'll put these links in the description and this code in the description. So if you want to get those, you can. Those are some of the supports that I'm talking about. Get some of the things that can support you on this journey. Well, I hope this blessed you. And do me a favor. Can you share this with like five people? Five people that you believe in. And if you like this video and you're watching this on YouTube, then like this video. If you are not on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. I know I gave y'all a lot of work. I'm only supposed to give you like one call to action. That's what they tell me. But everything ain't for everybody. So <laughs> the call to action is to um, get the support that you need. Check out. Oh, that's a good. I got a better one. Time up. Can I change my call to action? So my call to action is check out the description in the show notes so that you can do all the things that I want you to do. Okay. That's your call to action. Go to the show notes. Look at the description. Call to action. Go to the show notes. <laughs> look at the description. Yeah, that's good. I think I'm going to start using it. Watch other people start trying to bite me. Okay. All right. I love y'all. Until next week. Oh, wait. Monday through Friday, Mornings in the Word on YouTube, 7 a.m. EST. We're live in the chat. Saturday, join us for church. Bold Faith Community Church. Saturday, 8 a.m. EST on YouTube and then we play those back again on Mondays here on the podcast. All right, I love y'all. Bye. -bye.